friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris Rogers. I am your host. Hey, welcome to Advent. It's December. And today's episode uh, really leans into that, really. Um, I was asked the question recently. Uh, one of the listeners messaged through and said, uh, the question really was, why is it that Jesus is called light? What is it that, uh, you know, where does that come from? Like, why is he described as light? Um the question went on to ask also about why he was called the word uh, and a whole bunch of other different metaphors. Um, so I might kind of cover that half of the question in a later episode. But in this episode, I want to explore this image um, really is, you know, why is Jesus called light? And why does he describe himself as the light of the world? Uh, where does that come from? Why does he describe himself as that? Um, so that's what we're going to explore today. Friends, welcome to Making Disciples. I really hope that you are blessed by these episodes. Uh, we love putting them uh, on. We love uh, crafting the material. We love recording them for you when we know that they're helpful for people. If you find these episodes helpful, then please do let us know which bits you find helpful. If you uh, prefer interviews over these monologues with me uh, or the other way around, you just let us know what you enjoy. We, we want to tailor these so they're really useful for you. So please do that. And if there's anything you think we should be covering or you would like us to cover, then let us know. Um, we, we love to actually cover stuff uh, that um, really does connect with you. Uh, so let us know. So here we go. Let's, let's just jump in. Why is it that Jesus is called the light of the world? Hey, if you want to know more about this particular topic, you're going to find it in the Bible book by book. I'm going to mention that all the time. You know, it is an award-winning Bible reference book for 2023. Um, the Bible book by book written by me... Uh, you'll find some of this material that i'm using today that's what this is where it's from if you want to find a book that kind of covers some of this stuff then you'll find the bible book reference book helpful so you know you might want to check that out let's jump in as we discuss why is it that jesus calls himself light so why is it that jesus is called a light what is that? It's called a metaphor. You know, it's a picture that is used in the scriptures to help us understand a message. And uh, let me just read this to you. John 8, 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Whoever follows me. So here he says, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Friends, there are different kinds of light, aren't there? There is light that come from a light bulb. Now, you can't grow a plant under uh, a LED light bulb. You need light that's coming from the sun. You need to have a potted plant on the window so it gets light. Uh, you know, not all light is life-giving light. There's lots of fake light out there. And the light that Jesus describes himself here is the light of life. It's a, it's a light that bears life, gives life, grows life. Uh, it's a light where flourishing happens, fruitfulness happens. So Jesus is the light of which bears fruit in our lives. And I'll just tell you a quick story. When I was uh, younger, 12, 13 years old, camping with a bunch of mates in North Yorkshire, we're in a place called uh, Firely. 
and uh, Sands End and that kind of region on the northeast coast of England. And we were camping in a farmer's field. We'd gone into Whitby uh, to get some dinner and we were walking back from Whitby. And that walk is a couple of hours walk and we're walking back from Whitby. And, you know, we set off when it's broad daylight, beautiful daylight. Uh, but by the time we hit the fields uh, of, of uh, Firely and then Sands End, uh, it's pitch black, absolutely pitch black. And we're walking, you know, down the cliff edge in the pitch black fumbling our way through to get to the farmer's field where we were camping and you could see the farmer's farmhouse on the horizon you could see the light from the farmer's bedroom um, right in the distance uh, and we're kind of going through the fields and we're trying to go the quickest route we can which means we're climbing over fences uh, we're navigating through um, these these fields full of sheep and and, um, and cows and uh, horses and we're navigating through these fields and as we're going through them we're we have got no torch it was it was in a day and age when uh you have mobile phones in your pockets uh it's about five or six years before i actually got my first mobile phone and uh you know mobile phones have torches on them now they didn't there you know didn't have that then so we had no torches on us no mobile phone on us uh to pull out that magical torch that's in your pocket we're walking through the fields and um in the fields were cow pats and the thing about cowpats is that, you know, when they dry in the sun, 20% of the outer layer uh, goes crispy. Um, but then the inner layer is, it can be sopping wet, like liquid uh, filth, uh, liquid cow poo. Uh, so when you tread on a cowpat, they often go crunch and then out of the crunch squirts the liquid. And we're walking through the field and he, he's stepping on these things. And a friend of mine steps on one and you could hear it crack. Then you hear it goes squash, and he just got squirted with cow pat. And we, we carry on walking through the field, and he ends up stepping in another one. And as he steps in the next one, he slips, he falls onto his knees, and then he falls onto his hands. And as he falls onto his hands, you hear the crash, like the crunch of the popping noise of this dry cow pat, then squirting out filth. It's pitch black. We cannot see what he's covered in, but we know from the noise that he's got cow pot on his knees, he's got cow pot on his shoes, he's got cow pot on his hands, and he's saying that the cow pot squirted on him, on his face. We eventually get back to the campsite, and nobody wanted to sleep in the same tent as him. Nobody wanted to go near him. Uh, it's It was wild camping, so there wasn't... Um, uh, an accessible water source that easily so the water that we did have he used it to try and wash his hands but he's covered in cow pat he ends up stripping himself off and getting in his sleeping bag slept on his own in his own tent in the morning when the sun had come up and he gets out of the tent we realised that there's cow pat on his ear on his cheek on his elbow uh, under his fingernails you know he's got it on his knees where it's soaked through the trousers he was covered in cow pat and friends as a great metaphor for life. As we travel through life, we often feel like we don't know what's going on. We feel lost, we feel confused, we feel anxious. We're walking in the dark, we're trying to fumble our way through, and then we're stepping on the landmines, and they're exploding on us. We're getting covered in stuff, and we can't see it because we're in the dark. We can't see what we're covered in. We can't see what the filth that we're covered in. And it's not until there is light that is uh, available to us, that we suddenly see the mess that we are in. That is the gospel, isn't it, friends? Jesus, the light, reveals to us the mess that we are in. My friend was covered in filth and he didn't know how bad it was because it was dark. 
I was driving the other week through uh, country lanes. I was going on a church weekend away for a friend of mine. I was doing some Bible teaching for them. And I'm on my way and it's pitch black. And I've got my full beams on for my car. And it just still was not bright enough. And the, the roads were bending and, and ducking and diving and weaving. There's uh, there's um, rabbits running into the road. Or the, you know, fox on the other side. And I just kept saying to myself, I need more light. I need more light. I can't see it. There's not enough light. I need more light. And that's what life feels like, doesn't it? I need more light. I can't quite see far enough ahead to know how things are. I can't see well enough. I need more light. Friends, Jesus loves your life. He loves your life and he wants you to have direction. He wants you to have clarity and he wants you to have peace of mind. He does not want you to be anxious. He does not want you to be confused. He does not want you to be lost. So into that darkness, into that lostness, in the lack of direction, Jesus comes as light. Comes as light. Then Jesus spoke again to the people and said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus wants your life to have direction, to have clarity and to have peace of mind and calm. And he comes as a light to guide us, to give us direction, to give us peace of mind. But why does he call himself the light of the world? Let's explore that for a moment. Let's explore that for a moment. John 8 is set during a Jewish festival we know it's during a jewish festival because we read this in john chapter 7 during this festival it's a festival of booths it's a festival when god's people all go to jerusalem they build a booth and in jerusalem they camp out around the city and they would celebrate the period of time when God's people were wandering in the wilderness God had let his people free set them free from slavery in Egypt they'd traveled through the uh, Sea of Reeds the Red Sea and now they're wandering in the wilderness they're in the dark they are lost and they're wandering they're pitching tents and in that space God sends a pillar of fire by night and a cloud of smoke by day and the idea is that at night when the pillar moved they would to follow the 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 pillar of fire the light when it stopped they were to stop to camp out and to rest and so when the fire moved they were to follow when the fire stopped they had to stay and to celebrate this season they built booths tents little households around the city of Jerusalem and in the city of Jerusalem the four corners of the temple they had four giant lampstands and these lampstands were huge they were tall lampstands look i live in london and in london we have uh, in covent garden a christmas tree that is so tall it's so tall that when you enter covent garden this big market space it's so big you can see it from all the corners uh, of covent garden because it's that tall and you see the star at the top these four lamps that were in the four corners of the temple courts were lit and they were so high that at night they produced so much light they it's just said that they lit up the city of jerusalem and during this festival it was known as the, one of the festival of light and the festival when god 
sent a pillar of fire uh, to lead his people through the wilderness. Jesus is stood in the temple courts and he announces top of his voice in front of everybody, I am the light of the world. I am the light. So number one, what does Jesus claim when he says this? When he says, I am the world, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but, but will have the light of life. He is making a claim that he is the same one who led his people through the wilderness. The one who was light in the darkness in the Exodus story is now light in the darkness in the John story. Jesus is the same God who led his people through slavery to freedom uh, in the Exodus story. In fact, this phrase, I am the light of the world, the I am takes us back to the beginning of the Exodus story when God says to Moses, go set my people free. And Moses says, yeah, but when I say uh, that you've said to set them free, they'll ask me which God you are. Who do I say you are? Which God are you? And he says, I am the great I am. I am the I am. Uh, Yahweh, 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 the name of God in the Old Testament, meaning that I am the pure existence. So when Jesus says, I am, he's saying, I'm saying the same God who appeared to Moses, the light of the world, the light, I am the same God who led my people from slavery to freedom, the God that leads his people to a new spacious place a fruitful place so jesus is making a claim here to be god this is who jesus claims to be so the festival that jesus was in the festival of booths four big lampstands in the temple and jesus uses them to make the point that i am the same god that was the light in in the wilderness uh, all that time ago so jesus says i am the light of the world friends jesus does not say i am the light of the holy city of jerusalem he does not say i am the light of the prophesied uh, bethlehem he does not say i am the light of the nation of israel he doesn't say that jesus says i am the light of the world in other words he's not just the light for the jewish people he's now the light for everybody I am the light of every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every people, educated and uneducated. Those like you, those not like you, I am the light to a world in darkness. Get this, friends. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He's also saying in that moment, I am the light of your world. Whoever you are listening to this podcast right now, Jesus is the light of your world. He's the light of your world. I wonder if I could ask you this question, how has Jesus ever been light uh, to you in your life? Where have you seen God's light in your life? I asked my congregation this recently and one young woman said Jesus was the light when she was in addiction. She felt like her life was falling apart, yet he led away for her to freedom from addiction. And another church member who said that when her uh, father died, uh, it was like God was leading her through that grief by his light to a new space where she could uh, grieve well. Uh, I had a member of the church describe um, a time when they were just really struggling financially 
and God led his uh, led her sorry uh, through a season um, by surrounding her with good godly loving Christians who became his light to her as they coached her through that that season of, of really struggling financially um, and another church member who talked about depression and feeling completely and utterly lost in this darkness yet Jesus came to her through the reading of scripture as a light of hope in her life and every time she read scripture it was like Jesus is speaking to me through this even uh, in my darkness I had another church member talk about the anxiety uh, that they felt trapped in just so anxious but yet when they listened to worship it's like the worship became a light these words of Jesus who he is became a, a, a light that would guide them through that ang- anxiety so Jesus is the light of your world the light of your life friends Jesus's teaching is a light to our path his presence is a light to our anxiety and worry. Jesus' light calls out the hidden scary things as they come to light. Jesus' light shows up our sin and shame in the same way my friends, cowpats, were revealed in the light. Our sin is revealed in the light. Jesus' light is a warm balm to a cold soul. Where there's light, there's warmth. Jesus's light is like an explosion of joy like fireworks on a dark night Jesus's light exploding like a gospel that explodes like fireworks the light of Jesus is the light that finds lost things Jesus describes himself as light what he means by that is what he does for us is to reveal the truth to guide our path to show us our sin uh, to bring clarity to to bring warmth to our cold soul to bring joy in the darkness this light metaphor that Jesus uses is using it because it's such a beautiful picture of what is actually physically happening to us in those dark places So Jesus is the one that we follow. He's the light of life. Jesus is the one we follow, not a religious preacher or a religious leader, but Jesus. Jesus is the light. Friends, we can stumble around in the dark. We can be lost, making it up as we go along. But Jesus is offering us a better way, a way lit with the most beautiful festoon lighting. Friends, when we are in the dark, we are lost, we are confused, and we are hidden. But when Jesus comes, he brings light so the lost get found, the confused have clarity, and the hidden things are brought out to the light. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for us? It means that Jesus is the one that leads us. Jesus is the one that directs us. And Jesus is the one that shows us um, the truth and the reality of what is around us. So how? Show me, Chris. What does this mean? What does this actually mean? It means this. Scripture is a torch to our path. It describes itself as such. The teachings of Jesus are a light to our confusion. So if you are not reading scripture, don't be confused if you are confused. Because scripture is the thing that brings clarity to our confusion. The other thing that bears light is prayer. Prayer births light and life for us. 
prayer reveals to us the things that need to be revealed as God speaks to us. Uh, speaks to us through uh, your prayer is a conversation it's not a one way thing prayer is God speaking to us and us speaking to God uh, in prayer God breathes life because he's He's revealing to us what, what needs to be revealed so scripture is the light prayer is the light the presence the work of the Holy Spirit the presence of Jesus this presence is light the, the times when I have been most struggling in life when I've received the presence of God in my life, either through the work of the Holy Spirit, or just knowing God's sense of Jesus' presence with me brings light because it brings clarity to me. There are times when I've been so confused, friends, over something. What do I do with this? How do I turn? Where do I turn? What does this look like? And then the presence of Jesus just brings so much clarity to my confusion. And the fourth area is the people of God. Scripture reveals God's light, Jesus' light. Prayer reveals his light. His presence reveals his light. And his people uh, reveal uh, his light. It's through the people of God that at times I have known the light of Jesus the most as they bring clarity and speak into my life. And you might say, Chris, yeah, but you don't know me. If you only knew me, you would know that actually I'm just broken. I'm broken and there's no way that God uh, could use me to to show light to others because I am such a mess. Friends, I am so encouraged by Matthew chapter 5. Uh, you know, all the way through the Gospels, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And then in Matthew 5, he says this, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. You are a light. How the heck are we light? Jesus is the light that shines through us. Friends, you and I are like glow sticks. When you snap a glow stick, when you break a glow stick, something occurs, a chemical reaction occurs, and the light shines. Friends, like a glow stick, when our lives are cracked and broken, the light of Jesus can shine through the cracks. When we've got it all together, there is no cracks to let the light shine through, but the brokenness of our lives becomes the cracks of which the light of Jesus shines through. You are the light of the world. Why? Because Jesus is the light and he's put in his presence in us. And now we shine that light. So how? How does Jesus bring light to us? He brings light to us through scripture, through prayer, through his presence, and through his people. They're the four ways that God uh, reveals his light to us. Scripture like a torch, prayer as he speaks to us, presence as he reveals things to us, through his people and God shining through others. That is how God shines through us. So how? Jesus is the light of clarity to our confusion, the light of direction to our unclean, uh, unclear path, the light of warmth in the cold, a light that casts out fear, a light that finds lost things. This is how Jesus is the light. So I want to ask you this question. Where are you in the dark right now? And where do you need to invite Jesus' light to come and mark the way? What, where are you in the dark right now? Maybe in a workplace issue, maybe a sin issue, maybe a, a relationship issue, a finance issue, a poverty issue, 
uh, conflict issue, anxiety issue, mental health issue? Where is it that you feel in the dark right now? You want to see the light of Jesus come to direct your path. Where is that needed in your life right now? John 1 5. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. The beautiful thing about light is darkness scarpers at the first sign of light. Darkness dissipates. It runs away. It's scared of the light. You cannot have darkness where there is light. Darkness is fragile. It can't cope when there's light. It's gone. You flick on a switch and the room is lit up. Darkness hides. A number of years ago, I was in Maseno, Kenya, and uh, a place in Africa, and I went to the kitchen. It was about 11 o'clock at night. It's pitch black. And uh, as I went to the kitchen, you flick on the light switch and as you flicked on the light switch on the floor of the kitchen there must have been a hundred cockroaches and the moment the light came on the cockroaches disappeared and they hid and they were scurried away and they were gone instantaneously that is what the light of Jesus is like around our fear our worry our anxiety and our struggle darkness runs and hides in the light doesn't want to be seen by the light where do you need the light of Jesus right now? Jesus, you said you would be the light to all mankind. Lord Jesus, would you be the light right now to our political leaders? Would you be light right now to the new king of England? Would you be light right now to the billionaires who should share their wealth? Would you be the light right now to those who own the energy companies? Would you be the light right now in Ukraine for those that have lost everything? Jesus, would you be the light right now to those who will not receive a present this Christmas? Jesus, would you be the light right now to those trapped in sweatshops? We pray for your light for justice. Would you be light right now in the international unrest we see in the world? Would you be light to those who govern divided and, and torn apart nations? Jesus, would you be the light right now to those in despair of health worries? Would you be a light right now for our neighbourhood? Would you be a light right now for the children being bullied and the parents and the grandparents holding all the family worries? Jesus, would you be a light right now for those concerned by heating bills, food costs, petrol prices, on the top of buying Christmas gifts and Christmas food? Would you be the light? And for the anxious, bring your light that shines in the darkness. May your light bring peace. And all the saints said, Amen. Friends, until next time, grace and peace. And may you know the light of Jesus in the darkness. 